Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Guys and gals, welcome back to another episode of the Next in Line podcast. This is the first episode we were recording since getting back from our little getaway at Zion National Park in Utah. We spent a day in Vegas and I think about four days in Utah. It was a great experience. We saw some beautiful sights. The Red Rock formations up there are just absolutely gorgeous. It's a sight to behold, and I think that anybody that is thinking about going up there should absolutely jump on board and make it happen. We hiked about 35 miles. Uh, We hiked the Scouts Overlook Trail up to where Angel's Landing is, but we didn't get to do Angel's Landing as it was closed for some maintenance and some issues. Uh, But we also hiked through the Emerald Pools, some of the lower trails, and then also the Narrows, which was a 16-mile hike. Uh, It was phenomenal, and it was a lot of fun. And you're also going to see some content from that popping up on social media over the next few days. Um, That's at Next in Line on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So make sure if you don't follow us on those platforms, you're checking us out here soon. Additionally, guys, if you receive value from this episode or any other episode of the Next in Line podcast, I would ask that you share the show with like-minded individuals. That's going to be the number one way that we grow and move in a positive direction. And additionally, guys, you can help us out by leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you find yourself listening on, or you could subscribe on that platform as well. That's going to help us pop up a little bit earlier in the search bar. It's going to make it easier for people to find us whenever they're looking for self-help or personal development type podcasts. So, Guys, along with that, I wanted to say thank you for all the support and all the feedback on the episode with Michael Ruiz, that interview that we did. It was spectacular. It was great to get in here and have that conversation. I'm definitely looking towards doing some more podcasts now. I've reached out to an individual or two to get the next thing lined up to get something going for y'all because there was a huge, huge bump in the viewership of those podcasts. So thank you for that, guys. I'm really looking forward to it. Another just small update for Next in Line and myself here. I'm still working towards the Habanero 100 race coming up in August. I'm very excited about that. I'm doing a combination of hiking and running, getting ready for that race. I've actually got a 10-miler tonight that I'm going to round out the day with just to get myself a long run for this weekend. And I'm really looking forward to pushing myself in that competition And it's going to be hot, it's going to be nasty, and it's going to be very humid down in southeast Texas. So we're definitely looking forward to that. So guys, let's go ahead and jump into the topic for today. Now this topic is something that hits really close to home, as it is something that I've experienced several different times within my own life. I've lived it, I've learned from it, and I'm actively dealing with it right about now. So for anyone that's close to me, y'all know that I typically have a certain style of truck I like to drive. First off, I like to drive trucks, like I said, right? I'm a Dodge guy. I like diesel trucks, and I like large Dodge diesel trucks. So, back in the day, I drove a Mega Cab, a four-wheel drive Dodge Ram 2500 Mega Cab. It was a diesel. It was a great truck, but I downsized into an F-150 for a while, had a couple different ones of those, and then decided 
about a year and a half ago that it was time to move back into a nicer, bigger truck. So I had seen guys growing up driving my dream truck around my hometown all the time. I saw guys driving these big, nice Dodge diesel trucks. I loved to see them whenever I was around them. I was inspired by these guys to chase my goals in some ways because of that materialistic item. But now I had the opportunity to buy a truck that would serve a good purpose and allow me to achieve my dream truck. So like I said, a year and a half ago, my wife and I purchased a Dodge Ram 2500, a 2020 model, and I absolutely loved this truck. It was immaculate. It was so clean and so nice. It did everything I ever asked of it. And for a very, very long time, there was no potential issues surrounding it. Well, guys, as we all know, gas prices are rising like crazy. And along with that, parts and service and availability are all becoming major issues. Parts are getting higher and harder to come by. And then on top of that, keeping it on the road with maintenance and keeping it on the road with fuel is something that's very, very hard to do whenever diesel prices are soaring above $6 at times. So whenever you're looking to buy a house and you're looking to have kids here in the future and you're looking to move your life in a positive direction, one of the things that you have to do is evaluate your budget. So one of the things that we didn't need anymore because I'm not doing the same kind of work that I was in the past and one of the things that quickly become an item that we could afford to do without was this big, beautiful, gray diesel truck that sits in our driveway. My dream truck that I'm speaking about in the past tense currently is no longer with us. Let's take a moment of silence for the gray goose, the goose point oh, whatever we wanted to call it. But guys, now that that moment of silence is over, I am now the proud owner, my wife and I are the proud owners, of a 2017 Toyota Tacoma. It is a very low-maintenance truck. It's got an extended warranty on it. It's going to last us a very long time, and it's much, much cheaper payment-wise and service and parts availability-wise to keep this vehicle on the road. Getting this new truck was a very practical decision that's going to move our budget in a positive way as we start to look for a house to live in in the future. So, guys, now that you understand what I just went through this weekend, and the heartbreak I felt of getting rid of my dream truck. The lesson I wanted to present to y'all today is that sometimes the way you achieve growth and the way that you move closer to your goals is by downsizing. Guys, I'm a 26-year-old kid. I have all the time in the world and all the time in my future to go buy my dream truck. I was very fortunate to have it for a year and a half or so, and I realize that a lot of people in this life don't ever get to achieve that. They never get to own their dream vehicle. So, I was very fortunate, like I said, to have this truck for as long as I did. But I realized it was time to make a move, to move my family in a direction, to be ready for what is next for us. And guys... That's something that I'm going to have to deal with for a little while, and it's going to burn me a little while, but I know overall this is going to be a move that moves me in the right direction. And from this, I also realize that with my needs 
and the things that I have necessity-wise for work, for personal use, this Toyota Tacoma that is now sitting in my driveway will do everything that I need it to. So for cheaper and for a better opportunity, I still have enough to achieve my goals in the form of a truck. So guys, that's something I want to touch on as well. The topic of enough. And I think it ties directly into what we're talking about here with downsizing in order to move ourselves forward. Having enough in our life and not having too much so that it hinders us from reaching our goals. And there's a little bit of a story I just read. I'm reading a book right now called The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. It's a great read for any of y'all that haven't read it or any of y'all struggling with the ideas of money and wanting to move yourself in a positive direction financially. So guys, I'm going to go ahead and read a little excerpt from it talking about enough, this topic we just touched on. So it says, John Bogle, the Vanguard founder who passed away in 2019, once told a story about money that highlights something that we don't think about enough. At a party given by a billionaire on Shelter Island, Kurt Vonnegut informed his pal Joseph Heller that their host, a hedge fund manager, had made more money in a single day than Heller had earned from his wildly popular novel Catch-22 over its whole history. Heller responds, Yes, but I have something that he will never have. Enough. Enough. I was stunned by the simple eloquence of that word. Stunned for two reasons. First, because I have been given so much over my own life. And second, because Joseph Heller couldn't have been more accurate. For a critical element of our society, including many of the wealthiest and most powerful among us, there seems to be no limit today on what enough entails. Guys, this is so powerful to me because it made me have a little bit of a realization around getting rid of my dream truck. This little Toyota Tacoma is enough. It is more than I could ever need in a truck to do. And if it's not, I can borrow one from someone who is close to me. I have friends, I have family who will help me and support me. And guys, we have to all realize when we have enough to sustain ourselves for now so that we can move ourselves in a positive direction. Me wanting more than enough, wanting more than my fair share in this Dodge to have this dream truck held me back in a lot of ways. It held me back financially. It also held me back in the mental sense that I had this truck in a lot of ways because I liked the way it made me feel. I liked the way that people looked at me. I liked the respect that was earned from being a guy that drove a big, nice diesel truck. i liked the things that it insinuated about me. It made people think, hey, this guy's got his stuff together. This guy's got a good job that pays well. This guy takes care of business and knows how to handle himself. Now, whether any of that's true or not is not of any consequence because the truck portrays a story that everyone sees. And I had to realize that I had enough with less than that, and it really doesn't matter what anybody else sees. What matters is allowing myself to grow and move forward in a positive direction by downsizing, by getting a smaller truck, by getting something that was much more manageable for me and my family to work towards our goals. Now, guys, I'm also not telling you that you can cannot own nice things. I'm not telling you you can't go out and buy your dream truck or you can't go buy a side-by-side -side that you want or whatever it is. I'm saying that items are only as good as the value that they bring to you, right? So in a lot of ways, 
that truck, that Dodge brought some value, but it was all materialistic value. It was all in vain in a lot of ways. It didn't truly bring any tangible good into my life besides a little bit of functionality more than possibly this Tacoma on the towing capacity and the capacity to move heavier objects. But when it comes down to it, I don't need that truck anymore. It served a purpose and it had a great use whenever it was needed. And that's why we bought it. But it's no longer needed, so it was time to make the change. But also with that said, guys, if you are the kind of person that has a nice side-by-side, -side, has a nice four-wheeler, has a nice camper, has a nice truck, whatever it is, if you're getting value out of that that is worthwhile, then by all means, be happy. Maybe that side-by-side -side is a way that you get to connect with your friends and family and spend valuable time cherishing your spare time rather than wasting it on some stupid vice or some useless action that other people are wasting their time on. Maybe that camper allows you to do the same kind of thing. Maybe that truck brings a different kind of image to your personal business that you're doing through entrepreneurship, and it brings a certain standard of operation and cleanliness and professionalism. The value is what's important in this situation, guys. Remember that. Whatever it is that you have in your life that you're receiving value from, just make sure that it is serving you the way you need it to serve you. And guys, it's kind of crazy the way everything works out. Because while I'm just realizing this now, I also realize that I've implemented this action in other areas of my life as well. For instance... I've mentioned before that we live in a camper. Guys, I will tell you right now that it is not my lifelong dream, and I know for sure it's not my wife's lifelong dream, to live in a camper. But we have more than enough, or I said, should say that we have had more than enough for the past over a year that we've lived in this camper. It's served its purpose. It's big enough for me and my wife to have everything we need in it. It's been able to move us. And more importantly, it did not tie us down in a lease or cause us to waste more money on renting a property. So that was the overall purpose. That was the value that this camper brought. But now as we look forward to the future with friends and family close by that we want to entertain, and then also with kids that we are hoping to bring into the world within a couple years, it's time for us to make a move. This camper no longer serves this purpose, so we're looking to find the value in something else. I'm going to use the value that this camper has whenever I sell it to move ourselves forward to look for a house, to pay off some debt, to do some different things that we need to do in life to continue to move ourselves in a positive direction. Now, this camper is this wonderful example of that guys because it did a great job for us for a long time it was a proper move and now we're looking to move in a better direction it served its purpose and it has been a good value for what it is worth so it fits into the opportunity for us to step back that growth through downsizing and now that we've had the opportunity we've downsized we're looking to move a step higher than the camper to a new level of of achievement with buying a house. Now guys, along with that, there was a career that I absolutely loved that I step away from. We've talked about the ranch management side of my life in the introduction episode and a couple of other episodes. I am a kind of guy that works with my hands on a regular basis. I showed cattle growing up and going through high school. I love agriculture, my degrees in agricultural science. So working at a ranch 
all the way up from a ranch hand, an intern, to a foreman, and then eventually a ranch manager, brought me a lot of joy. It got me a lot of sense of purpose into my life. It validated a lot of things that I needed it to validate in many ways. It gave me a sense of achievement every day whenever I went to work. I was doing something with a purpose. But, guys, in order to achieve my overall goals of getting a degree from Texas A&M University and getting a good steady job, I eventually had to walk away from that ranch management position. Now, as a college kid, I was making in the 50s, for $50,000, I mean, as a college kid working part-time at this ranch. It was really full-time, but it was kind of a jacked-up schedule that ended up with me being part-time. I was making great money for anybody, even somebody that had just graduated college. So, it was really hard for me to make the conscious decision to walk away from a gig like that. However, it was time for me to leave that spot and try to move myself in a positive direction. I had to downsize. I had to take on a couple of part-time jobs in college. I had to take care of a small cattle operation down at College Station for a couple of vets. And also, I had to get a job at a cooperative down there working for a feed store, basically, in Bryan. And then eventually working for the state of Texas in AgriLife Extension for a little while. Those were all jobs that were, in a lot of ways, a downsize or a kind of backwards move compared to where I was with that ranch management opportunity that I had done previously. But I knew by downsizing and moving in that direction, that was going to be something that would move me in the right direction I wanted to go, help me reach my goals whenever I was able to achieve that degree and start looking for jobs post-graduation. Now, without ever making that move, without ever making the change and moving away from that job that I absolutely loved out there on the ranch, I loved everything about it, guys, but that job out there on that ranch, whenever I left it, it opened a lot of doors for me. So what I am trying to say, guys, is don't be afraid to make the changes. Don't be afraid to take yourself in what might seem like a small move backwards for the time being in order to catapult yourself forward. As we know, guys, whenever you pull a slingshot or a catapult back or even a bow and arrow, what you're doing is you're pulling it away from your target. You're taking a couple steps, a couple inches, a couple feet, whatever it is, away from the direction you're trying to go so that you can build up energy so that you can catapult yourself or you can shoot yourself forward, propel yourself forward towards the goal that you are trying to achieve. And guys, that is the biggest and best thing I want you to take out of this podcast. Sometimes you have to downsize in order to move yourself in a positive direction. It's been a lesson that's been taught to me over and over and over. Guys, sometimes that downsizing comes to you in the way of what looks like a failure or what looks like a setback. But what it does, guys, is it makes you stop and it makes you look at the overall goal and start taking incremental steps instead of trying to stride out and just hit the end and the goal that much faster. You've got to understand that you can't eat the entire elephant in one bite. You've got to eat it piece by piece. You can't climb that mountain all at once guys you got to take it one step at a time if you ever ever hope to reach the top guys i hope this podcast was something that will bring value into your life remember if it does please make sure you are sharing the show with like-minded individuals who might receive that same kind of value make sure you're also checking us out on social media that's at next in line development on facebook instagram and tiktok and guys 
always be prepared for whatever is next in line.